And that is it. The Minnesota Vikings have won their second game of the year over the Chicago Bears in Chicago. That game was a lot, y'all. So we're going to get into it on the other side of the intro. <laughs> Win or lose, we keep it real. Join Climbing the Pocket for Vikings Final School. Skull Vikings. We are here back on the CTP network. It's Vikings final score. The Vikings 19, the Bears 13. It's Flip Mozzie. It's Miles Gorham here joining you. I mean, we may just have to hear from the comments right away, but Miles, how are uh, you doing? And, and what do you have to say about this game, this win? I mean, they won, so it's really hard to just, like, hit the first, like, be like, oh, man, we – but, bro, we suck. I don't – I like, we won. So, like, yes, getting the Vikings at 2-4 and four is big. Like, that's important for them. And they won a divisional game, so that, that in itself is also important. But how can they – like – I don't understand this team. They just like always play to the level, the talent of, of their opponent. And this is another one of those games, like especially after Justin Fields got hurt and you let a rookie undrafted free agent, uh, Tyson Bajant, Bajant, whatever his name is come in and have a chance to like win the game. I, I know, I know the defense had turnovers. So that like literally was the, was the difference of this game. Like the offense was awful in the second half. They didn't score. The offense didn't score in the second half at all. And I, they had one offensive touchdown. It was, it just was ugly today. It was just one of those, like, it just kind of like the Panthers game to me. Like, there's a lot of those, like, self-inflicted errors that you make on yourself, but you find a way to win an ugly, a really ugly game against a really bad team. Yeah, I mean, just where to, I, I'm not even sure how to break this one down because, again, the Vikings do win. The, the people are in the comments calling it a donkey show. Calling for TJ Hawkinson to be traded. Um, if you could just summarize, if you could pick one key moment in this game that was able to help the Vikings get the, the win, what would it be? I mean, is the obviously the uh probably the Justin Fields uh before his injury, the the uh, f- uh fumble. Uh what was it? The uh who was that one? Jordan Hicks's fumble recovery or pick. Sorry, the interception. The, the I think interception, that one could yeah. Because the Bears, that was right before half. The, the Bears were kind of driving down the field to maybe score before half, and we were able to turn it around and, and, and score that touchdown. Basically the only touchdown necessary, or the only touchdown the Vikings scored on offense, um, but because of the defense. I think that one really turned around kind of where the Vikings were at heading into the, the second half. But, yeah, I'd say that one. And then yeah. I think Jordan Hickson himself was probably the, the, the guy. Otherwise, it was just ugly. Yeah, we can go straight into highlights. So we typically pick, uh, we highlight a player and then we low light a player. Is is your highlight in this game, Jordan Hicks? I mean, it has to be. I mean, he had an interception yeah. and he had a pit and he had a fumble return for a touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. if 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 anybody else is going to get it, I don't know who else would get it because he kind of did his thing. Um, he's the only one that he scored. Like we he, we couldn't score on offense, so at least we could get that get it from our defense. How much credit do you give for Brian Flores and, and this defensive effort? Do I mean 
it's hard to it's hard to hard not to give him some credit. He's the defensive mm-hmm. coordinator. They finally created turnovers. They created pressures. Like they made it hard on the Bears. Um, but I still think there's a, I still think it's a personnel issue. Um, I think Flores is doing what with doing best with what he has. But um, I'll give him credit because I think they're finally able to create turnovers, and that changed that dictated the game the game today. Yeah, I I think, you know, with with the level of opponent, I think that's kind of my issue is I expect us to dominate against the bears. And, you know, we did, um, we did dominate. I think my height would be, where did we dominate? My question on defense, a little bit, but like a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, go ahead. It was, it was the turnovers. Right. And it was Daniel Hunter pushing, pushing the, the running back back into Justin Fields to create that Jordan Hicks, interception yeah it was you know us taking down tyson ba- turning over tyson bagent two times yeah. in the game to to create the things needed to win that game um it was done the defense was on the field so much making mm-hmm. plays that it was just like they the vikings still do not have complimentary football it was just Mm-mm. purely 100 percent a defensive effort so you give brian flores credit for that um and you got to see some other guys in there you got to see uh brian asamo i saw him in on a few more snaps than usual i saw andrew booth in at at near the end of the game so yeah big props to the defense i'm not gonna call them like elite or anything because they were playing the bears they were playing an (laughs) undrafted rookie quarterback yeah um so nobody's acting like our defense is going to you know have repeat against san francisco we'd love it if they do but yeah we can give brian flores question credit mm-hmm. I think my highlight is the fumble that wasn't a fumble that saved us from oh yeah. <laughs> the worst fumble we've seen oh my god fumbles this year we saw kirk do that a few years ago like that was like a few years ago kirk he didn't do that last year what is that? I mean, literally, if the refs don't botch that call, yeah, we're calling we're calling for the entire thing to be burnt down right mm-hmm. now. Um, because it it not only does it give the Bears, you know, plus field position in a tight game, you have Josh Oliver missing a block, you have Kirk Cousins throwing the ball backwards, and and you've got Cam Akers unable to recover the fumble, like. And he can't hit it out of bounds. That dude, and he, and he couldn't and, hit it out he, of bounds he, right. He, he literally had so much time <laughs> yeah. to pick it up that he failed to <laughs> twice and then failed to push it out of bounds. Like, what are we watching here? And uh, these are not like rookies. These are mm-hmm. not, you know, these are not like depth players. This is your key free agent tight end signing. This is your veteran 35-year-old quarterback. And this is your the the guy you traded for three weeks ago, and we're we're getting nothing, nothing from. The, they're combining to make the most embarrassing football play I've ever seen. It would literally be another addition to the blooper reel if the refs didn't get that call wrong, and we were able to like, I think yeah. punt after that play. Mm-hmm. That just like saved everything for this game. That's my highlight: is the refs helping us out. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it has to, I mean, that's kind of what it was today though. Like I, 
it's so hard to to feel excited about a win with yeah. how this season's gone so far. Like there, I guess it feels like in some ways lucky to be two and four, unlucky to be two and four. Like there's so much of that, but um, I, maybe we go to the low what, light here. Flip. What? What? Uh, yeah. What pisses yeah. you off the most? The offense, like. <laughs> I know Justin Jefferson's out of the game, but like you got everybody else. You got a veteran quarterback. You have a your offensive line has been playing well. You have, you know, a good, a good core of receivers still. Um, and Kevin O'Connell is your head coach. And you scored one offensive touchdown. Yeah. And you had to kick 50 plus yard field goals to to like literally the all the all their other attempted points were 50 plus yard field goals. And so you you needed your defense to score for you to even have a chance to win this game to win this football game. And so my issue is again, the second half football on offense has just been abysmal. They, they might, you know, the, the, the first half was not, was not great, but the second half, no, basically no Justin Fields. Most of the game, you, you kind of have your, you have a chance to put your foot on the throat and you kind of just piss it down your leg and say, eh, like we're, we're kind of cool with just running the clock and you know, blah, blah, blah here. And that like, no, like, why are we like, you see other teams putting other, other games away. Like, other teams are putting teams away when they get in these types of situations and the Vikings just don't, they just don't seem to have it in them. They're like, can't do yeah. it. Yeah. No, um, no killer instinct at all. No killer instinct. Uh, like, and I, I know the offense has done a lot for this team, like the last couple of years, especially, but man, like the offense needs to be better. Like that, like you can't just say, Oh, chalk it up. No, Justin Jefferson. That's it. No, like it needs to be better than that. TJ Hawkinson needs to be better. I think Jordan Addison in a couple of plays needs to be better. KJ Osborne actually looked pretty good today. I'll give him props. Um, but like the running game, I think Madison continues to have some of his struggles in pass pro in in some of those areas. He doesn't, he's not that explosive. Um, you you highlighted the Josh Oliver situation. Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't know why they can't ever put it all together. Like to score 19 points today and really only uh 12 with your offense Whoa. is just it's just pathetic to me. Like, I think yeah. that should like you should, the fight fans. The team, they shouldn't come to the podium today after the game and and sit here and be like, well, you know, we did our shit today. No, it was awful. You were lucky that you played a really bad football team today. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with any of that. Again, I go back to like, this is TJ Hawkinson. This is the highest mm-hmm. paid tight end in the league. And mm-hmm. we can't count on him to make any dynamic plays. He's just a guy out there. Like, this is Alex Madison, the guy you talked about being the bell cow back all off season long. And he's got what? 12 K 14 carries for 35 yards, two and a half yards per attempt per, per carry on average. Kirk is thrown for 5.8 yards per attempt. These are just, it, it, this was a pathetic offensive performance from a team that is structured to have offense being the strength of the team. Yep. I, I, I do not understand what the holdup is here. And another thing that just completely grinds me is we can't get a play call in. Yeah, we cannot a yeah. get a play call in. Like, I don't know what's going on with the crowd noise. Like they keep on calling it or Kirk cousins. You're, you're a 35 year old veteran quarterback, Kevin O'Connell, you know, it seems like they're just waiting to see what the defensive personnel is every single snap. Yeah. But it's costing this team all of their offensive rhythm because they want to wait 20 seconds to figure out what to call. And you just got your guys standing around. Like, go attack somebody. Go move somebody off the ball. 
get the run game where you said it was going to be, and then throw to your stars. Just like attack rather than yep. all these checkdowns. Five point eight yards per attempt. Really disappointing from the offense. The Vikings win this game. They move to two and four. It was not a game that inspired any confidence. And now they play the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night football. Who are playing really close with the Cleveland Browns, by the way. Cleveland Browns have a good defense. So that's true. So and and McCaffrey is out and Debo's out. So oh I, I missed that. I missed uh, McCaffrey yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. So Miles, like, what are you, what is your message? What are you taking away from this win? Not really. Into yeah. nothing. You're saying nothing. You can't, there's but nothing it, to take away. It's, there isn't, like, this is a game, like, that you, you should win. It's a game, like, you sh- you're trying to prove, like, for, for most of the season, obviously, going into this game, we're one and four, and all I hear is people saying, well, we're not, like, the – the bad one in four teams, you know, like the bears or like some of these other teams or the, the Panthers, but like, how are we not within, we're like, we're damn close to those teams right now. Like that's how we've been playing. And so it's really hard to like, it's really hard to take away anything positive outside the fact that they won. So they got on the, they got on the call, the W columns. So like, yes, that matters. But like, can they spring that into like a, a run? Can they turn that into like playing good unison? Like, like you said, like X, like, Full complimentary football. Can they can they turn can they turn that in, like momentum into something? Because they, we haven't seen it all year, and so like they may play good games and lose, but you're not gonna play you're not gonna play a lot of really bad games and win. Like that's not gonna happen. You're not gonna get to play the Chicago Bears every week. You know you still have have to play some other football teams that you know that are pretty good. The 49ers aren't gonna let you get away with that next week. Like you you have to find a way to to execute a full a full football game front to back with offense, defense, and special teams. And until they can kind of get that figured out consistently, like it's hard to really take away anything, but um, like, yay, they got to, they, they got to win. But, but to me, especially with how they played today, I know they won, but like, it shouldn't change their, their prospects of what the rest of the season are like looking and looking ahead. It shouldn't change any of that, that, those decisions heading into like the, the trade deadline for me. Now it might, might for mm-hmm. other people and that's fine, but I don't think it should change anything in terms of, I think if they get, too good of an offer for like a Daniel Hunter, they shouldn't be afraid to say yes to it. Like those types of things. And I know that mm-hmm. may be a little bit of an overreaction, but that's where, that's how bad this team has played. And like, it's really hard for me to chalk anything up other than like, <laughs> until you could prove it over the course of a couple of weeks, like it's really hard for me to buy in on anything right now. Yeah. I mean, and I think, you know, even if they do go on a run here, we've seen, We've seen what this team's floor is. Maybe you can argue we haven't seen their ceiling, but if you can't show your ceiling during the first six weeks of a season, then something's seriously wrong. When when four of those games are at home, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Four games at home, two on the road. You win the two on the road. You still haven't won a game at home. Miles talks about the trade deadline. He is still pro-trade. He is still, you know, get some picks if we can. You know, Quasi yesterday at the Notre Dame USC game, checking out Caleb Williams, maybe Caleb throws three interceptions in that game. Of course, that's just, that's just Vikings football right there. It's like you go see the star and, and he ends up showing throwing three picks. So maybe there's not a specific target at quarterback that they're looking for, 
maybe they understand that they may have a high draft pick here with how this season is going. But again, Miles, I mean, after today, whatever you were thinking about, maybe we can go see a run, even though they win, maybe we can compete this year. It's very hard to resist a trade offer mm-hmm. for a Daniel Hunter or a Jordan Hicks or a, a Harrison Smith yep. right now. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. We dude, were supposed to be more positive, <laughs> but the, the comments are agreeing with us. Hey, dude, it's so, and it's so, yeah, like it's really hard. <laughs> like I want to come, I wanted to come in and be like, okay, the Vikings put the bears away. Like that was in, like light work. They, they finally did what they needed to do. They couldn't turn this game into a double digit win. Like they couldn't, like, I just don't, I don't understand at this point how we're supposed to feel bought into anything other than this team being mediocre. And I'm sick of being mediocre. Like I, I yeah. really am like, I'm sick of it. Like, yeah. And I know, like, yes, last year was worth it. I think last year was great. But, like, overall, the last five years, six years, they've only two of the six years they've been they've been good. Otherwise, it's been yeah. mediocre to bad. And I'm sick of it. Like, I'm over it. I don't know what else we're supposed to, like, we're supposed to just be. Yeah, you, I mean, you're and, right, and, Kevin. And we, like, it, we probably but, aren't even mediocre. But, like, <laughs> but that's we the hard part. But we just say it because we're in that point. Like, no, I don't have mm-hmm. to be happy about a no. win right. if it's going to push my team uh, down the draft board and they're still going to play like crap. Like, mm-hmm. what is this, what is this purgatory that you're giving me? You want to, you want to play winning football, then play winning football. Don't right. play this BS. Hope the defense gets two turnovers against an undrafted quarterback type of game. That's not going to convince me that you're going to do something next year without uh, a rookie quarterback, without an elite quarterback that this is a burn it down. This is a, trade everybody type of win and i you, it, they're rare so none yeah. you know some people may not want to hear that but we won the game in a way that says that we should trade everybody we should trade daniel we should trade harrison we should trade jordan hicks while this defense looks good have brian florence coach him up lose a bunch of games and let's go get a quarterback because this is just mediocre this is this is a team that is going to struggle against every team they play and we're just we're going to be standing here with like a seven and ten record at best at the end of the year with like the 14th draft pick unable to get somebody who can actually turn this thing around because it's headed in the wrong direction right now i don't care if you want it's headed in the wrong direction well and like the part of like them coming out last week essentially and the team saying like we're not going to trade people. We still have hope. And it's like how, how you can't keep selling the fans on that as an as a Vikings organization playing games like they did today. Like you can't. You can't keep trying to like give sell that false hope when you're not putting that on the field. You're not putting that product mm-hmm. on the field to to have the fans have faith in in it and to stop talking about the the trades and the things coming up because that's their fault. Like don't like fans should never get mad at anybody else talking about the trades and things like that like that, the media or us, like anything like that, because the Vikings are the ones creating this, this narrative and creating this, the situation, not us. So, I mean, it, it that's tough. It, it's just, so, it's so tough right now to like, to feel like confident and happy about where this team is and where they could go. Um, again, if they, if they come out next week and decide to like really go at it at the 49ers and, and do that, I'll, I'll stop talking about it. I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them a break. But until we see, uh, see some of that consistency, like you're not going to, you're not going to hear, it's hard, hard for me to be like, oh man, let's, let's talk about like the couple 
really nice plays that we saw from, uh, you know, you name the player. Like, that's great. Like, it's nice that some guys could have some individual, you know, um, plays. But, like, as a mm-hmm. whole, it just isn't good enough. Yeah. And, and you know, you talk about the 49ers game. Oh, we're not going to do too much of a preview here. Mm-hmm. But the home games, I mean, you lose against Tampa. You blow it against the Chargers late in that game with the I don't even want to talk about the end of that game. <laughs> you you, you blow it against the Chiefs. And now you have the 49ers at home on Monday night football. So, yeah. How about the last ditch effort? Beat the 49ers or trade everybody? Yeah, man. That's all I got. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The there's there's not much even up. anything to argue about. There isn't like it's it's hard to create a lot of content out of that like what we just saw like and and like we'll do more later in the week but it's just really hard to just be like at a boy like I can't even do that like <laughs> yeah but you should because I know y'all agree like subscribe stay up to date with the CTP network go get yourself some Link Monster beer and Miles and Matt will be with y'all on the next show tomorrow to break down a a more reserved take on this vikings bears <laughs> matt will win. keep me grounded yeah matt matt's yeah. gonna keep me grounded for sure <laughs> <laughs> till next time y'all what do we say miles skull is that worse than- <laughs> skull bikes <laughs> peace y'all oh man